Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, well, I don't, I, I'm not really a winner. That that fire giant in Elden Ring's hell. Was... <laughs> oh, we are going to talk about Elden Ring. Yeah, only a little bit. <laughs> we just talked about giants... it for five minutes, and Simon's like, oh, no, I have no, no idea I'm just, bit, I'm just a bit annoyed because just before I came on, the fire giant's health was um, it was very minimal. Uh, Listeners, it's... you cannot imagine how happy I am that they are still talking about Elden Ring. It, well, don't worry, Simon. I've beaten Elden Ring, so I'm um, not going to talk about it anymore. Okay, Except well, I'm close. I am, because I am just started a new playthrough already. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I'm just saying, I, just before I came on, I was like very close to beating this meat stick, and then he just did a, he just threw fire at me, and then I just went, oh, okay. And then they went, can we talk about dates on this calendar now? And I went, no. I'm gonna do the podcast. No, I'm sad because I lost to a big giant. Yeah, <laughs> blast from the past. I beat Halo Infinite on Legendary of them. Hey, that's well impressive. Done, that's that's actually impressive because um, the last couple of bosses on Halo, I did it on heroic. Oh, that was ridiculous. Thought, that was last like, boss was mental. On, this is bo- you had to just do some really boring stuff. I think when she does her big like energy ball thing and it just yeah. explodes, oh, and you're like, come on. No, that chieftain at the end was the worst. On the last uh, wave, he was did, you, did you not find the invisible elite guy hard enough? I thought he was insane. He was very in, he was very hard. He was actually harder than Eshram, I thought. But yeah, I think he was one of the hardest um, in the game. Now no, Trip's no, the one that feels left out. Now so, I know how Simon feels. Yeah, yeah. I have exactly. no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, you should just so do... Trip, let's just have the same beer, can't, and then Hamish can feel like the one more, left out. Can't oh, we make more Elden Ring references that Simon doesn't get? Yeah. Oh, please, <laughs> I'm going to. All I get from Hamish about Elden Ring is. Blah 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 blah. I died. Or <laughs> oh, yeah. Try jumping. Oh <laughs> god, yeah, um, yeah. Try jumping. <laughs> I'm sure we made that I wish I had time, a giant so. sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. My favorite was oh, this one got me right. Was uh, try try double handing. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Elden Ring community is very serious and mature. <laughs> yeah, very. Also, so you've just reminded me of something completely unrelated to Elden Ring what? or the podcast. Yeah. But while living in Canada, um, I discovered that they have a term for being double parked that is quite rude. You know, double parked as in having two drinks to get through at the same time. Uh, no. What does you know if you you know if you go to a, a bar and yeah. you've got two drinks, one yeah. in each hand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like we would say, part. you'd be being double parked right. but in canada that's being known as double fisting uh, ah, ah, well which over here would be considered we would consider rude. that very rude in the united I think, kingdom i think yeah, it's just the word fisting if you're double fisting i mean christ that's 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 like a pencil in a cave isn't it so thank you to the <laughs> canadians for, for my education um have you ever done um edward Ciderhands? yes yeah. Devastating. Yeah. I don't know what that is. You definitely know what it is because you have probably you ever have a heard name. of Frosty Jacks or like Jacks. White Lightning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, so you yeah. basically have to tape those to your, oh, okay. to your hands yeah. and then you can't <laughs> get them off until you finish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we call it Edward Cider Hands. That's yeah. pretty good. It's pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah. It's not clever, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> Maybe we should try and we should attempt I was going to say, at the, uh, the talking next... of. Um, Talking of drinking games, we should play Barricade as a as a podcast. What is and that? Record. So you basically have to fill a doorway with crates of beer, and you can only leave when you've got rid of all of the beer. Oh, 
I think it's like six crates. Or I'd rather something. just play Edward. I'd rather just play Edward Ciderhands yeah. live. That's true. Yeah, that, yeah. That, we that could just take we, we two bad. bottles of cider, not six crates of beer yeah. before I can leave my own home. I've yeah. got a big door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hamish, what are you drinking tonight? Yeah, what are you drinking, Hamish? Oh, is, oh yeah, we've got to do it in order. So uh, I'm beer. Uh, it's another beer, Moretti. Murray again. Oh, you've lost the inspiration on this thing. Yeah. The last two. And then and then I've uh, then I'm gonna swap it up. What about you, Simon? So I've gone to the sunny shores of Cornwall for oh. my beer. Oh did you? That must have took you and ages. I've gone for a proper job. I do like a proper job. <laughs> Is it from St. Austell Brewery? Yeah. It's uh it's described as a powerfully hot IPA. 5.5%. Oh. It's actually very tasty. 5.5. Oh, right. What about what about you, Elden Lord? So, oh yeah, Elden Lord. Um, yeah. Can't remember what I let... Uh, Dust, Dust Lord, something like that. I can't remember what the ending was called. Oh, uh, no, don't tell me that. I didn't know yeah. that was... An ending. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking Edge Lord. Uh, Adnan's Ghost Ship, which I've had before on the podcast. Big fan. Nice yeah. citrusy pale ale. For those of you who aren't into alcohol, mm. the Ghost Ship non-alcoholic version is actually very good yeah yeah i've heard that too i drank a lot of the um nanny state brew dog over the christmas period as well that was pretty nanny you have to have it very cold i find if you're having a non-alcoholic beer and you know you don't like the taste try having it super super cold out of the fridge you might like it a bit more yeah i I always drink a heineken's blue if i'm Mm. doing non-alcoholic it's the closest thing to actually taste like a beer yeah Yeah. that's cool pretty good one Simon, what are we talking about today on Push the Point episode 23? Oh, so 23. Can you believe yeah, that? I, didn't, actually, I actually, yeah. It's Jesus a real Christ. number, isn't it? 23. It's not even like, that's crazy. We're almost at a quarter of a century. We're, when are, hang on. We must be approaching a year. It's May. Year in May. Is it May? I thought I we started so, in yeah. April. No, I think the first episode on YouTube is out on May, so it would have been around. Maybe so we, we recorded, recorded in, April. in April. We got together and did a pilot in April, didn't we? Oh, the pilot. Uh, we have to release yeah. that at some point, don't we? The terrible I, I first think the pilot. I think the pilot's dead. Yeah, uh, good. <laughs> he hopes the pilot's dead. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. Actually, it wasn't um, that bad. I don't was... hope the pilot is dead. Episode one, I need to... Hmm. I think I might have it somewhere. I don't I know if I saved it in my file. somewhere, yeah. Um, right, what are we doing today? We are going to talk. We're in a bit of a strange position in in the fab season. Um, yeah. We are. We've just finished ProQuest season, and we are just coming up to a battle hardened blitz event and a skirmish season. Yeah. So I thought we might just talk about the transition between classic constructed and blitz constructed. Yeah, yeah. isn't that just like this week? That. No, no, because skirmish <laughs> yeah, we... season's coming up. So basically, this skirmish oh, this yeah, weekend yeah. is an early access skirmish that Living Realms have managed to arrange with LSS. That's so right. They're yeah. getting their skirmish in advance, which is pretty cool. And the cool. battle hardened, of course. Um, so hopefully, by the time you listen to this, uh, everyone out there, you'll be on your way to Leeds Armouries for skirmish slash battle harden. Yeah, yeah, it should be really good. Okay. Um, um, we're going we're gonna to then have another fantastic interview um and this week we have none other than the uk national champion matt folks yeah we i should probably add in their uh progress winner as well yeah, yeah. we're progress recently too um so yeah we'll have matt on that would be really great and then what are we finishing up with today Sam? well we did have a what's hot and what's not last week 
Yeah, we can't have um, it. So I thought, I thought what we might do is a quick wrap up and a quick look forward at the Pro Tour New Jersey. Sounds great. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So let's start with Blitz. Well, we'll start with. Should should we start with just our thoughts on the end of the ProQuest season and moving into Blitz? So yeah, because I want to join in for a bit before I yeah before you switch off before you zone out. Yeah. Yeah. So ProQuest season's wrapped up. We had our last one on Sunday. I think it was there was one in Canterbury and there was on, one up in Scotland. I can't remember if it was Dundee or Edinburgh on oh, Sunday. I didn't know it was all it was. done. It's all uh, but done. yeah, that was the, the final weekend. Uh, it's oh, been wow, a really okay. interesting season. Um, mm. I went to six pro quests. My first one, I managed to get a top eight, and then after that, was not particularly successful. Um, I'm telling you, boys, struggled to settle on a deck. I think that was the main issue. I started nah, with Brian. I weren't, enjoyed that. <laughs> well, you, you, you changed the vis, change off this right. Well, I actually ended up playing this right for the last uh, pro quest, and I really enjoyed uh, how did it. You get on? I, I won three games. I lost a mirror, and I lost against a Bravo, but that's just because I was playing the wrong way. Um, yeah, he didn't I should have, OT, should have OTK'd but, yeah, yeah. but then I did OTK and Oldham for exactly 40 health in the final game Oof. of the day which was incredibly satisfying yeah, uh, off 23 rune chance I sonated and revealed th- <laughs> three attacks what? but I had uh, fortunately they were good enough to do the job well, the, but I was, was one of like, them ninth played uh, I had ninth played in hand yes. ah, yeah, well, that, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. always a good start. and I revealed a swarming uh, meet and greet red and uh, something else that I don't recall uh, and I had a um, rattle bones in Arsenal so it was pretty oh. pretty secured uh, but it was uh, yeah I wanted a bit more than that but it was really enjoyable really enjoyed playing Viscera I played a bit of Prism as well played a bit of Briar at the start but yeah I think my what I struggled with this season was just sticking to one hero and I didn't want to play Stardo like I, I don't blame anyone that plays Starvo because Starvo is very good and the new Starvo, which isn't really new anymore, is quite an interesting deck. But it just wasn't my kind of style in the end. Mm. So I yeah. prefer playing mixed damage, Runeblade kind of heroes. So And the well, Aura Prism it. is just bonkers. So that was quite fun just to play that to understand how it works. Yeah. Well, I said it in the last episode. You know, I, if, if, I bet you guys love it if I show up to an event where you're at. Because... Um, you uh, you do really well whenever I seem to appear. I don't, know, I don't think I've man. ever beaten you, like Man Hamish. No, no, Hamish. no. You don't. No, we've never even played Trip. We played one game of Blitz once where you OTK'd me. No, but your performances, you just tend. I show up and I go, hey, and oh, you're yeah, like, we get the yeah, support. And you're like, you're, you're, you guys are well on your way. And I'm like, later. To be, to be fair, <laughs> um, the only one that we were at together, Hamish, I did top eight. Yeah. But... <laughs> But I went. I had the same score as all the others I went to. So um, I finished on my last three events. I played chain, and I went four two four two four two, which is nice and consistent. Um, but yeah, there are definitely things that I look back on. I'm like, I could have played that better. I could have played that better. Which is the beauty of the game, right? You, yeah. There's always something to learn. Learn a lot. Definitely learn a lot. Um, playing Viserai, especially because that deck has so many different lines. Yeah, and, that's the hardest but, bit. And but it's also the funnest part of the deck, which mm-hmm. was just looking at a hand and working out. Especially like I, you know, I had some crazy hands where it was like two become the arc knights and two <laughs> attacks, and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna make ten well, rooms. Why not? Like, yeah, or I could do something completely crazy. Like I could fetch something else. And it's like there's so many different options when you have so many fetch cards with become and i guess rattle bones is sort of like a fetch card for the great it is so, you got to, you got a card matter. that finds anything in the deck and you got the other card that finds anything in the bin 
Yeah, which is really cool. As long I really as you can pay it. for it. Yeah, um, but you know, fetching swarmings, basically you pay two for swarming, wouldn't you? So, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Although my, my favourite bit of the whole ProQuest was, was watching the mental anguish of uh, Dan Tripp as he oh. uh, played a different hero at almost every ProQuest that he went yeah. to. Yeah, and after each one I kept saying, I should really stick with a hero, <laughs> shouldn't I? And then the next <laughs> ProQuest I'm like, well, I'm playing Viserai this time. <laughs> but I did say at the start of the ProQuest season I was going to use these pro quests to try and improve my understanding of the game and i certainly did in terms of games. yeah i was gonna say how did that go heroes. how was yeah, your really good because yeah. i've learned you know obviously you don't learn a huge amount for playing a few games but you do learn at least the fundamentals of the hero and i definitely did that with prism this new aura prism which has been really interesting i think i'd need a little bit more time to sit down with viscerai and work that one out I, I, and obviously Briar, I played that because I think Briar is good. I think, unfortunately, her matchup into Starvo is, is not great mm. and her matchup into uh, Viserai is, is very tricky. Uh, I, yeah, if, if, if not a bad matchup, I would probably say at the moment, I think Viserai has become even more greedy and I think Briar really suffers from that. Mm. Um, uh, and, but at the same time, you know, I think I'll stick with Viserai for a bit. Um, yeah. But it's been a great learning experience. You know me; I'm always going everywhere on the train. I can't drive, but I go across the country. It's been exhausting, but it's just been fantastic to go and see people up north who I don't get to see very often. Got to see Sharif, got to see James, got to see you, Simon. Obviously, we chat on the podcast. Yeah. We don't see each we other did, in person uh, all the time. Saw Hamish. That was together. all right. Oh, yeah, I, was, you know? I, was waiting, I was sitting there going, "What?" That was <laughs> nice. My name drove to me back up. to the train station. That was pretty <laughs> legit. Um, and just oh yeah, people... I like I like that because I remember they said if you made the top eight, Hamish, there's absolutely no way no I'm way. stuck around. I'll be gone. No, no, no. See ya. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the other thing I really wanted to say was, I mean, you guys can chime in at any point, but um, the number of people that came up to me and said that they love the podcast is is crazy, and actually, yeah. it really feels like we're becoming, you know, like a part, part of, of the, the community, community. Like, and people clearly like what we're doing, and I agree, and. and uh, happy to tell us that and it's just been fantastic to hear from anyone that's just said they like the podcast because it's honestly it really it's means been kind lot. of kind of surreal to and also like if you like for me it's just so nice to walk into a room when i don't know anyone and then someone comes up to me and says that they like the podcast because immediately it's like oh i guess you kind of do know me so that makes me feel very welcome so that's been really nice too so yeah, yeah it's been a great season not the most successful in terms of wins but actually a good learning opportunity, I would say. Yeah. What about you, what about you Simon? The, uh, yeah, so apart from watching The Mental Anguish of Dan Tripp, um, I've really enjoyed um, seeing the standard of play in the UK jump uh, from from height to new height. And, I mean, I, as I said, I, I was fairly consistent. 4-2 across three events, is I'm pretty happy with that. Only top eight one. But watching other people and the number of different people make top eights, whether it be Starvo, Viserai, Chain, um, Prism. Yeah, really good to see so many people doing well at the game. And it just shows how healthy the player base for this game is becoming. And that really excites me. Yeah, I completely agree, Simon. The quality has gone up a lot. A lot of people who were new to the game are no longer new and have developed their own styles of play and their own decks. And there's a lot of people that have moved over from Magic 
who are bringing sort of well not just magic i mean bit, yes magic but, but yeah also but, other card games right sure. and they bring with them good and bad habits and they they have like become part of the community and yeah definitely i don't think you can say like x magic players and fab players like everyone here are fab players now right yeah i think and it's still fair to recognize that I think it's important for the game. transfer across. It yes. shows that Flesh and Blood is having the, you know, I can't believe there's, that there isn't someone at LSS thinking about how do we get Magic players to play Flesh and Blood instead. Like, clearly, that if if I was working for LSS, that would be one of my main priorities is to bring people over. I think that's happening over. already. And it, it well, show, it's definitely they're, happening they're, in the UK, which is great because well, that's well, what plan, we need for the game. Well, their plan has always been not to actively try and get people over. They're plan like everything which is always the best one is just go well just make the game really good yeah the game, if the game if the game's really good they'll just come over um and they love the fact that there's another company for their people to keep coming in to playing in stores you know so yeah um, it's great the- for the stores as well because you know it's just another group of people coming in regularly buying products mm. especially a lot of stores in london's also do drinks and stuff, so drink drinks yeah. and food. So they're selling drinks and food to a new group as well. And fab players, they absolutely love to open packs as well. Like I don't, I don't I that's apparently like a big thing. And a lot of store people have said this to me: is that fab players just open packs constantly <laughs> compared to all <laughs> other cargo. So I guess that's good as well. I mean, we're spending a fortune on lucky dips, but yeah. Yeah. What well, about you, Hamish? How how was your experience with ProQuest? Short, short and sweet. Um, it, I, I came in sort of like came in swinging near the start and I kind of well really as we all as we all know left on a very low note um, of mm. just yeah like the first day when I went to Kingdom Gaming and I brought Viserai I was um, a bit nervous about it because of Starvo and it was the mm. first one but I felt like I really knew my deck and um, apart from the one, the only real one loss I had was um, again. Oh, I forgot. I forgot your name, dude. But he's got a really, really long beard and played Starvo. He's, I think he's like one. I think is it Joe Stamper? Could be. Yeah, he's got long hair, and big long beard, and if you've got long Joe. hair and a long beard, please contact the podcast. I do so apologise, but yeah, it could, it could have been Joe. But he absolutely just smashed me to bits. Um, that was like the only game I played that was just like, oh man, this is um, <laughs> this was totally one-sided. And then I lost to Rob Catton, but that one was definitely like a, just an a extremely tight game. Yeah. Um, I thought, all right, okay, cool, I can walk into next week. And I actually came up, I, well, the deck tech I put up, that that was, I, I felt like that was solid. I don't think anyone was in the UK specifically was going to bring something along like that and i was very very um like excited to uh really put that to the test and i think that's the lowest night is that i didn't um because I think I, it, I, it was so flexible my sideboarding plan was so easy i had so many yeah. tools i had so many ways to do things it felt like nationals again on terms of my understanding on what i want this to do and then I decided to bring something I had zero. <laughs> threw it in the bin. I, I just threw. I felt like the last that my the last day I did, I threw it away. So it kind of left my ProQuest thing mm. done. And um, 
yeah, it's resulted in me just sort of going, I don't, I am not, I'm, and then after that, I was then wrestling with myself about whether I'm going to go to Pro Tour or not, mm. which luckily was subsided with the fact that Elden Ring came out. So that was, uh, kept my, yeah, um, gotcha. kept my FOMO at bay. Um, but yeah, it's just now turned into do I go to Pro Tour in New Jersey? And it's resulted, and, uh, sadly, I'm not going to go. You guys can go. And well, hopefully, hopefully. Well, you're going to go anyway because you've. I'm going to the calling. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm currently and like ninety second on leaderboard for lifetime. So there's with family holidays, um, a, um, a a world event coming up this year, and in my opinion, I do feel like there will be another pro tour. I don't know whether it's going to be in the Europe. But if it does, I wouldn't be surprised. And to me, I'd rather just be more financially prepared. I thought to... that was basically confirmed. Didn't James White it is confirmed. Yeah. Oh, no, but he, what, he's saying there is a pro tour. There's going to be a second pro tour and it's going to be in yeah. Europe. Yeah, that was always the plan. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that's, well, there you go then. Um, well done, so, great opinion. Yeah, it's definitely inception. I swear someone's even told me this and I still forgot. <laughs> yeah, I can't so. wait for episode 24 for me Hamish. to say, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a pro tour in Europe. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm just financially setting myself up for that. Um, yeah that makes sense and i think also just like that sometimes that happens with tournaments and stuff like you you made a call right like in hindsight sure it was the incorrect call you probably should have played this right but you never know and like i'm sure a lot of people were making trying to make that decision not just you know who had a deck in mind and then went to a watched a couple of pro tour pro quests and saw starvo absolutely stomping Mm. thought to themselves you know what why not um the trouble but I didn't was, even take the high roll one. No, yeah, that was your mistake. <laughs> that was my mistake. If you hadn't played it before, you definitely should have taken the high roll. I decided to play hard mode, which is, yeah, yeah it was done. So that, it felt pretty low. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. And I, I suppose really this, the rest of this thing now, like ProQuest is done and I haven't, I didn't even notice it was finished because I don't have these long, yeah. amount of dates and maybe some other people who are listening to this podcast can relate to this where they didn't sign up for a, a billion like you guys did or you know three i, I did four <laughs> four yeah, yeah. and they four maybe is just still went, a oh. lot though isn't it, it, was, it and, and yeah. uh, six is far too many and i'm originally i was going to do eight but that didn't end up happening because i just yeah, it's yeah. too tired and i and i agree with you hamish like it's it's important to remember like the vast well, literally the majority of people that go to a tournament will not get in the top eight. Like, no. literally, that is how it works, right? Yeah. If 32 people, 75% are not going to get in the top eight. That's just how tournaments work. So I hope people I, don't I think, feel like... I think it's important to recognize the people that do get in the top eight as well. Like, Oh, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they, they, get that, they get that already. I, I'm just saying, like, if you've gone to a pro quest and you think, oh, I didn't get in the top eight, I feel like... I. I let myself down. I don't feel like that at all because it's just no, a, it's just no, a process no, no. Maybe, of getting better and better, isn't it? Like maybe I wasn't expressing myself yes, like, very well. Jeez. But <laughs> I think like Hamish at the beginning of the season sort of said, "Well, I've got two to go to, and I want to push my luck." Yeah. And you and I trip were a bit more um, forthright in saying we want to go and we want to compete. Yeah. At everyone we go to. Yeah. And 
we've always said as a as a group actually it's important to set your own standards as a player and there there is nothing wrong with going as a local community player going to your one or two local pro quests and going three and three or two and four yeah and having an amazing day out right that is that that is a good use of 20 quid or 30 quid going to your yeah just go somewhere with your mates outside of Exactly. Going with your mates, going a bit further out of your comfort zone, going to a, a higher level event and having a really great day, meeting some of the community. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There is also, from my point of view, I think recognizing the people that consistently get in the top eight and knowing how much effort they have had to put in to get there mm. is a is an incredible achievement. Oh, and yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I hats off to them. I, I, I kind of feel like a little bit sad that I wasn't that but I didn't think that I was able to, I was ever going to get that same sort of chance really because if you can go to six events and get top eight in four of them that's pretty good right you know for me it'll be well the very first two you've got to go to to get those same sort of results you've got to top eight both of them and then you're like oh look you know you can get those results right but you you know, I saw Walter White going, did I really yeah. get what I want out of this? And it was, no. Yeah. I, it's to me, I think I your, failed. It's what you set your goals. <laughs> like, my goal is I wanted to get two top eights out of the six, and I only got one. So that that I, I would have really liked to have got another top eight. I tend to not aim for, like, anything more than just getting the top eight, because in my eyes, you just, just aim for the top eight, and then whatever happens, happens in the top mm. eight, right? Um uh, it's over now. And, so uh, we, we're gonna we're gonna move on to to just because yeah. we said we were gonna talk a bit about transition to blitz, but yeah. I'm gonna be really selfish and just give a shout out to four guys local to me who have done really well and they've qualified for the pro tour, got consistent top eights. So Matt Light, Jacob Han, Johnny Chapman, and Isaac Murray <laughs> um, consistently top eighted multiple multiple. That's awesome. I want to give a special shout out to Jacob Han because he. He was second in a lot, right? Like, and he, he, he came second in going, two, and then he won, and then he won the third, last, right? the last one, right? Like, was it the last one on this? Mm-hmm. Oh, one of the last one he went to, so Manchester, yeah, fair, fair play, play right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Because that must have been tough. Because it was, yeah, because it was. I don't think he got one from like a, uh, you know, sometimes if the first place person had already got one, so I don't. Yeah, think his finals were either, always so someone like, that was also every final was against yeah, someone who that's crazy. <laughs> it's pretty um, crazy. It says so, a lot about the scene as well that we had such a diverse. So moving on from one of Hamish's lows uh, to another, uh, Blitz season is now upon us. Yeah, and I gotta say, I know Hamish. Uh, Hamish famously, it's almost a bit of a meme now, isn't it? That Hamish doesn't oh, like yeah. Blitz. But the number of people I've spoken to and have been like, I am so looking forward to this Blitz season because it's like a detox of classic constructed. Yeah. It's such a quick, fun format in our almost or collective opinion. Um, and it's just nice to have something a bit. I I just think it's a bit trashy, almost like it's just a bit like it's like trash TV. It's like trash TV. You're yeah. <laughs> just yeah. gonna play a bit of Blitz. I, yeah, I can't I wait for this what? weekend and just have you a have a laugh. <laughs> I, I I was I, I saw some people play a game of Blitz today, and I think the only thing and that went we, over and he flipped the table. Uh, <laughs> I had a, I had a, <laughs> I just wanted to go in and just throw some water on them and say, "Wake up, come on." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I enjoy it. The, the thing that actually gets me buzzing about the game is it's probably just more creative 
juices for deck building. That mm. that that really gets me quite excited about anything really. And um, yeah, I kind of just saw I had some ideas. So yeah. if I have some ideas, I get I get a little bit into it. The problem for me <laughs> is that the only thing that matters is this week coming, and I'm not going. So I just was like. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm back to just not caring now. <laughs> and I think I lost a game of Blitz to Prism. Mm. And I just went, yeah, you know what? This, game, this, this format is trash. <laughs> Even though I suck. But I was like, nah, whatever. I, I, I was actually up for playing Reinhardt. I think that was the thing that was like, oh, Reinhardt, Blitz, Reinhardt's this is good. fine. Yeah, but that's that's about it for me. But yeah, I think maybe the, maybe the uh, ranking of Heroes is is changed in blitz you know well, it I, was, think, sorry, I'll, I, 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 yeah. I said this before but the introduction of oldham into the blitz meta has just completely thrown everything up in the air because everyone associates blitz with being this super fast aggressive format and oldham can just shut down so many decks by just being like yep i'm just gonna block and you're gonna run out of cards and i'm gonna win mm-hmm. uh, and that's what's been that's what started to happen in the last season is um, the traditional kind of dominance of Ira and other um, and and Kano, uh, which is traditionally Ira, Kano, and Dorinthia were kind of like the the three big ones in Blitz. But Oldham, uh, Ira really struggles into Oldham. Um, Oldham completely smashes Kano unless they are super good and can do proper good setup stuff. Yeah, when you got steadfast, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like it's it's really hard. Um, well, even just heart of ice, and, and oh, of right, course yeah. heart of ice, yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, Dorinthia doesn't like um, Oldham either. So Oldham's been a really good introduction. Do you think it's still a tricky one to get into time? Um, but uh, that's yeah, a lot so of I think Oldham are... players can do it consistently, which is great. Um, but yeah, I think there might be a new trio at the top. You know, I think What's the new trio. Of, instead in your of opinion? um, instead of Kano, Ira, and Dorinthia, I think we're gonna have uh, Oldham, Kano, and Kasai. Kasai is uh, bonkers. Yeah, I played against Kasai today, and blood on our hands or whatever that is, it's just That's a absolutely, absolutely dumb. Like, just it's the... Lumina Ascension, isn't it? Well, like, it's just it's, like make oh, make it's, both it's your worse. weapons. It does everything. It does everything, and you, and you sometimes you you know, and it's just such a good use of your spare copper. Like sometimes with Kasai, you're getting like six or seven copper, and it's just like, well, I'll just play cash. I've got three left, right? I'll just play this blonde hands, use up the rest of it, and make both my swords be able to attack twice, or go one again. would go again, and like. Or if you've got four copper, you can make both of them attack twice, give them both go. Go again until, yeah, like, I think it's go again until the end of the turn. Or the, or the, no, just, just go once. again once. Okay, okay, that would be, that would be dumb. Um, but it's what really, really prism? strong. Prism is fine. I think prism, aggro the prism is a prism. Thing. Well, we'll have to see. I, I think that, I don't think that all prism... I just don't prism, think the life totals are high enough to do anything. I don't know, man. I think all prism is going to suffer against Kasai because you can just dink a dink a shield you just yeah because you just go you? you just go saber and then throw a bunch of tat reacts on it and then dink a, an aura with it and they're just going to run out of health right well they get two attacks every turn right with with hit or and run more. with um blade runner with glint they've got multiple yeah attacks. especially if they start putting in things like dust puff um and just be like yeah i'll get a, can attack again but um, what happens if the auras just get out of hand you know but know, you... I I don't know I I I you know people can give it a go. Who knows? But 
who knows i, I think I, I just saw it and i just I, but, thought yeah, oh I, I think you're right though it's, I coming, think it's trickling into blitz <laughs> in my opinion we've got a top three which we've talked about and then you may have different versions of prism you might have a viscerai mid-range type deck you might have a chain yeah maybe viscerai i think they're all good challenger decks right yeah maybe um it's it's, it's interesting to see that that actually that um that that field of heroes have cha- has changed. Um, I think we have a. Well, we've meta. not spoken about Benji. Oh, Benji's so good. Well, Benji's just is just like it's just a, there's a check to certain heroes. It's like, do you have a, a fridge? No. Okay. Yeah. I guess I died. <laughs> um, but yeah, Benji's but all, interesting. But I, even Ira with hundred wins, right? Yeah, I was playing Ira hundred wins today. It's absolutely it's dumb when it works. Um, like. I was I did like a Kadachi hundred wins hundred wins flying kick. Just dealt like a ton of damage. Um, it's, it's and it, it just means you can go super wide as Iro, which you actually believe it or not, with people who've played against Iro, probably think it's really easy to do. It's actually not that easy. <laughs> and you normally need uh, four attacks to finish off the game at the end if you don't have any raises. So being able to pitch a hundred wins and then at the end of the game do like Kadachi Kadachi hundred win hundred win and then something is probably enough to kill a bunch of people, but. I just think mm. it might be a little bit too slow, but I don't know. I, I enjoyed playing it. I was going to say, for, for me, the the transition to Blitz is getting my head back around how quickly 20 life disappears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in CC, you've got time to use your life as a resource. Mm. And I feel like in Blitz, you blink and you're dead and you're like, oh, what, what happened? <laughs> what yeah. happened? Yeah. Pretty much. Um, there's no time to set up anymore. No, it's a, uh, no, uh, I agree. I agree. Well, well, Benji's there. Unless you're Oldham and you run 20 defense reacts, right? Yeah. What does that deck do against Exude? That's what I want to know. Because <laughs> I'm already running. I, I, when I, my IRA game plan to Oldham is just, yeah, just running Exude and Exude Razor Razor. <laughs> I'd love it if they had a handful of defense reactions. Right? <laughs> that um, would be great. Can You could you could, um, you could, could still Steadfast. No, you can't play Essence. Yeah, you can. Not against Exude. Well, do it before Exude hits. It stops instance. Yeah, well, yeah you I mean, do you it in response. Oh, response. God. Don't tell people that. <laughs> 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 well, they just drop it and you go, oh, okay, steadfast before things kick off and then yeah. we'll block up. You can still get around it. We'll um, find out if I take Ira to the uh, Blitz tournament, which I, I, I'm so tempted to do because I absolutely love playing that deck. More than <laughs> are you both, you're both going to the Battle Harden, yeah? Yeah, going to the so, skirmish yeah, and the battle hard on Saturday and Sunday. I'm just going to the battle hard and on Sunday. I can't make the Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully, um, um, everyone, if there is an as there is a chance, you mm. get that um, tabletop twenty four will bring Simon and Trip along for a chat. Yeah, that would be really great. Yeah, We've chatted about it, and then we're going to try and get on the stream, and uh, we will try and have a nice chat with you guys over the live stream. We'll obviously both be playing, so we'll have to find the time. Maybe I'll make sure I play yeah. a nice quick hero. So, <laughs> yeah, we can both we can well, both try. Uh, this will be a first for everyone. I think this will be the first time that only Simon and only Trip talk without a me. I know it's going to be amazing. Usually, I'm the I'm all I'm everywhere. You're the live stream king. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just usually you know if if one of you guys are doing a thing, if there's someone that needed to jump on with you, it's always me. But this time, it's just you two. And you'll probably be like, wow, this is great. This is, gr- this is great. Fuck, I haven't got this fucking idiot to contend with. But anyway, it's a blitz, <laughs> you blitz, said it. blitz what? is coming up. Um, people are excited. Blitz is a great format for new players. So if you do know someone who's been meaning to get into the game for a while, 
maybe take them along to a, a yeah. Blitz Armoury. This is a great opportunity for new players. A lot of Armouries are switching to need... Blitz for Skirmish, so it's a great chance to bring someone along. So Blitz has got me excited just to see uh, another change in the meta and some new exciting decks. And do you know what? Someone who has been at the forefront of making competitive decks and has has probably played the best deck in the format in the last two seasons has been national champion of the UK, Matt Folks. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hamish, take it away. We have got the UK national champion and pro multiple... Pro, I don't know, if you want multiple pro quests? I know that nah, you've won just one. Just the one. Just, just the, the one I've got. Multiple top Six, eight. Top eights. Yeah, multiple top eight winners. Matt Folks. Hello. Hey. Hello, Hamish. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very good. Yeah. I, f- I feel like we're almost at the end of sort of like this in- intense five week period where, mm. you know, we started with the pro. It feels so long ago that the ProQuest season started. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I feel like I've aged. <laughs> like every week people see me and they go, man, Matt, you look more homeless than you did last weekend. <laughs> I don't think that, man. I've, I feel, every time I see you, you look. Um, fresh, ready to go, and looking like you've played uh, two hundred hours of Flesh and Blood, and um, yeah, your your Discord is continuously says playing on tabletop. Simulator. I just people always message me about this, like so on Discord. Yeah, I'll just to be clear, yeah, for listeners, it, it shows it shows if you're in a game uh, on tabletop simulator, yeah. and I always forget to show. So people will like screenshot me like. Matt, have you been in that game of tabletop for twenty three hours? And I'm like, no, I just forgot to close it. Like, uh, I, th- I thought that. So was I the do case. play a lot. I do play a lot, but like, I'm not. I'm not putting in <laughs> twenty three hour marathons. You know, you're, you're just um, you're 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 psyching everyone out in the uh, UK Flesh and Blood Discord to go. This guy's just still training. He's still going. <laughs> how, how do we stop him? He yeah. he plays for twenty three hours a day. <laughs> How do you stop someone that never... He's in the Hyper Bowl chamber in Dragon Ball yeah. Z. He will not come out until he is ready. <laughs> uh, no, no. I, I mean, I do... Like, when I'm... Like, before... In the lead-up to ProQuest season, I was playing, like, 10 to 15 games every day. Yeah. Um, uh, I was trying to... I was trying to... Because I... We played the Kingdom Invitational. Yes. A few weeks before the ProQuest season started. Um, yeah. And I wasn't super happy with how well I did there. Right. Um, okay. Not just just not just from a results perspective. I just with my own play. Um, mm. I I think for a lot of people, we'd taken sort of this long break after nationals, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. We took this really long break after nationals, where we were the first nationals of the season, and that was our big our big event. And yes. after that, you know, there was a bit of a skirmish season, and, and we played for a bit. But then there was just nothing for like the best part of two months. Yeah, no, Which I agree. Was... But so you've came out of UK Nationals, you went through all the thing. That's all calmed down now. We've all moved on, and um, you've now you've you've settled into becoming the UK national champion. We're now approaching the pro quest, and you've got this uh, this 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 mantle now. You are the UK mm-hmm. champion walking into events. And how was your preparation? to the pro quest season because i know well from a conversation as i've had you i know for a fact you're going pro tour right that's just like yeah yeah you, you are going whether you even if i didn't win a pro quest, yeah i knew that yeah. <laughs> yeah i said even if i didn't win a pro quest yeah i would just use my my pti from nationals to go to the pro tour yeah because like the way i view it is 
I really would like to be quite good at this game. Yes. Um, and and do well. And if you know, if I don't back myself to be good enough to get a PTI somewhere else along the line, mm-hmm. then like, you know, I don't, I, I don't, you know, I yeah, don't I know value mean. my shot at doing well at Worlds that highly anyway. So like, yeah, you know, I, I want to be there at every competitive event, you know, and really try and build myself to be, you know, not just a UK national champion, but, you know, m- maybe do well at a pro tour maybe do well at Worlds, you know, do well at any tournament that's in front of me. Yes. Because, you know, I've I, I tried I've tried to find, at least in, in preparation, the best players I can, the yeah. absolute best people I can find to play against. Um, and, you know, uh, so at least so far, I've been able to at least hold my own um, mm-hmm. against what I would consider some of the most stiff competition around. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully that can continue and I can continue to learn and improve because I do still think that there are some massive glaring flaws in my game. Um, and so, like, like specifically, like, I think in long games, when it comes to pitch stacking, I it's definitely a part of the game that, while not particularly relevant in a lot of matches, um, I think it's a part of my game that is underdeveloped yes. just by nature of a lot of the other top players have been around a lot longer and they were, they existed in a time in a game when, you know, in WTR crew and arc yeah, where you would see that second cycle almost every single game. And, and if you couldn't do that, you, you were irrelevant from the get go. Cause you, you know, if you weren't building for the second cycle and planning for that, then, you know, you wouldn't, you would struggle. Yeah. yeah I know what you mean. And I've played decks like Briar, Prism, Viserai, all of these decks, you know, they can go the whole way around, but Yeah, I know what you mean. Very often they are first cycle decks and first cycle strategies. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a that's a good point. Um that's that's uh, just to detract that just a little just a little bit, because you've said something that's quite interesting and is there any one other person that I've spoke to and I'm sh- I'm sure there's others, right? But is there any yeah. one other person that I've spoke to yeah, it's Rob Catton. When I saw him at Kingdom Gaming, he went. He, he said, I'm going to the Pro Tour. I've got my PTI from the ProQuest at Nationals that he won. Yeah. Um, I said, so if you don't win this, are you still going to, you know, are you still going to go? And he went, yeah. And I was like, okay, wow, that's, you, you guys really, really do back yourself on this. And I know there's, well, I'm one of them. And uh, I know a couple of others that managed to get their PTIs through Nationals. They look at this as... Um, well, that's me going to Worlds, right? I don't want yeah. to use. I don't want to use up this invite. And it's interesting that the two long, st- like long Magic players, back themselves in such a way to go. I'm going to use my PTI to go to the Pro Tour. I don't care. Is that something that has taken through experience from playing a lot of Magic and going to Pro Tours and going to these, you know, fairly big events in your area that you've actually just sort of gained a lot more confidence in yourself to use these finite resources to get into these places. No, do you know what I mean? No, yeah, no, I, I, I understand. I understand. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, for, like you said, for a lot of people, the PTI uh, is a banked invite to worlds, you know, and anything else they get to attend on the way is a bonus. And that, that is, that's a reasonable way to approach it. Um, mm. But if for me, and I, I can't necessarily speak for Rob. I know Rob, no, yeah, I, yeah. I know Rob well actually. I, I've, you know, I've been I've been abroad on trips with Rob before, 
we were friends long before either of us knew this yeah. game existed. Um, and I think Rob is an exceptional player. Yes. Uh, and, uh, but at least for myself, I, I'm okay. Like if, if, you know, I didn't win a pro quest, yeah. I somehow didn't grind the EXP required, which I was prepared to do. You know, I was prepared. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise Even me. before they'd announced everything else. Like, cause I, I, I thought that like, thought that there would be a decent shot. I would be able to get an invite either through ELO, which they decided not to use, which is, you know, fair enough. It makes sense. Or if they used EXP, which they did decide to use, I, I, lo I looked into the, doing the grind for EXP, mm. which I think would have been feasible for me to do anyway, because I, I have enough time by the nature of my work. Uh, to be able to play extra armor easy in the day, um, then play all the progress on the weekend. I think yeah. I'm, um, and 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 honestly, one of the best ways to gain an invite. I don't know if you've looked at the Pro Tour structure, but you only need to top thirty-two the Pro Tour. Yeah, I have to seen. Get that. another invite to the next one, and, and I say only top thirty-two. Like it, it was something easy. I don't think that will be easy by any means. No, because you've got someone like, still hundreds of people showing yeah, up. You're yeah, you're still probably looking at like three, four hundred people, maybe maybe more. Um, yeah, like, it's not an easy goal, task by any means, but I do think that like you are giving yourself a good shot at coming back for the next one mm. if you prepare well and show up to the pro tour. And honestly, I just really want want to be there specifically at the first one. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, no, I know. I know it is mean. the start of something hopefully momentous. You know? Absolutely. And um, I, I I played previously on the Magic Pro Tour a couple of times. Mm. Um, and preparing and traveling and attending those events are like some of my most treasured memories, like some of the best weeks of my life were just spent in a house with a bunch of friends, like just yeah. playing day and night, uh, preparing for a tournament. Um, and so, you know, hopefully I can emulate a similar experience with the flesh and blood pro tour. Oh, that's I, 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 I'm, I'm the fit FOMO is kicking in for me now. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Well, I mean, I, I'm fortunate in that I don't necessarily have a lot of uh, responsibilities uh, in any in any part of my life, and so it's one of those things where um, I mean, it's about you, not me. But uh, and I've and I've said this. You probably have. You've, if everyone's probably heard heard this already on um, on this episode, but it's just it's more financial things, and it's trying to weigh up the whole, you know. I, I really, really, really want to go. I actually can go fairly easy enough. I've got an accommodation in um, there from a friend in, who lives in uh, Queens in New York City. You know, I all I so. need is a flight, right? All I need is a flight. Mm. I've got a PTI. I could go, you know. It's this whole... I can throw it all in and do it. But it's... For me, I know that once it's all over, they and you know that when Worlds then gets announced, that's going to be... It's going to come back again, isn't it? People who yeah. miss the Pro Tour, it'll be another thing coming round and yeah, you'll soon realise that is. the Pro Tour's been and gone and, you know, there's something else coming up. Yeah, that's... that's Yeah, that's... that. You're definitely right. I don't think... It's not... It's definitely not the be-all, end-all because it's definitely not the end. We know that there'll be another Pro Tour. Yes. And that's coming probably, you know, sooner than... Then we might realize the they just put up the announcement today. I don't know if you saw on on the Fab website. Or, uh, well, they didn't put up the announcement. They put up the the spoiler oh, for the announcement. The, 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 the announced block. the announcement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the grey block that something is coming, but what that is, what so you is, know, yeah. and that'll be in Europe. So you know, that's, that should yeah. hopefully be. They say they they said that that should be in Europe. So hopefully, 
you know, I don't think you need to experience massive FOMO and just think, ah, oh, like, and like you said, you, at the very least, you have a world's invite. That's 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 at the very least, and that's not a little thing, you know. No, no, no. and I think that's I think that's the thing for even that's just an experience personally for me. And there's a lot of people probably listening to this that will go, "Well, that must be nice." And it's like, well, it's it it doesn't matter what it is, right? It could be you know um, just these ProQuest events, for example. You know, there's there's people that have been managed to get to multiple ProQuests in different areas, and you probably wanted to do more than you could because of and you and you and you couldn't, right? Or whatever it is, and it's just it's just a kind reminder to just say, look, it's not, <laughs> it's it's not the end of the world. Trust me. Like this ProQuest season, I felt like I missed out so much, and then now it's all done. It is quick. How people will go? Yeah, it's done. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Certainly, yeah. No, if if when you're sat there, you've just been eliminated from a top eight or contention. You go, I've blown my shot. I could, like. But it doesn't matter. There's another one. Yeah, there'll like, be, there'll we're be all here. Else. We're all here to play for fun. Yeah, we're here for a good time. You know, no one's no one's life is on the line. You know? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> you know, um, that would be some serious. That'll be some serious attempts. That, that'll, that'll be the. Uh, that'll be that'll be uh, uh, the Rumble server extreme. <laughs> yeah. So, so since we're banging on about ProQuests, um, your ProQuest season was. Uh, how did you feel it went? Um. For you. So I, I thought about that because I won. I won the second ProQuest I played this season. I um, I made a an unconventional choice that no one else, no none of the other, um, maybe the sort of grinders, sort of traveling players decided to make was I. I headed about five hours out of my way. I, I went to the Kingdom Gaming uh, ProQuest, which is about fifty five players, yeah. and then made another four hour journey onto Lowstoft. Yeah, um, which for people who are unfamiliar is the easternmost settlement in the UK. Right. Okay. Um, and and the shop itself, uh, which is Skyward Fire Games. Yeah. Which uh, I, I, and to be clear, I was expecting in this tiny town, quite literally as far as you can go, the ends of the earth when it comes to the UK. Yeah. I wasn't expecting a lot, but it, genuinely, and I, I, my girlfriend was there with me. She said, "This is the nicest game shop we've we've been to." Oh wow! It was really a lovely place, and like I got to give props to them. They had a stream set up, like you know, everyone there was really friendly. It was a really, really, really good tournament. Like so, they just had a be- like beautiful, lovely shop, and like a lovely staff and a lovely tournament and a lo- lovely community. Lovely. I made the decision to travel there because I knew a lot of the competitive players and a much bigger field would be in Nottingham that day. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm I love playing competitive tournaments, but I'm I'm not above you know trying to find the best chance to win. You know? Yes, no, no, that's fair. You know, you've uh, you 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 go out your way to to find something with a yeah with a decent shot to win. You know, there's yeah. there's no point rocking up to the Royal Rumble every day. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so I decided, and, and and that's not to speak against the quality of the players there. I played a lot of good players and a lot of friendly players, and I think I got I got pretty fortunate. On that day, mm. um, I was I was playing Prism and uh, my ma- I played I played four Oldhams across the day. Oh, that's which, that's very fortunate. <laughs> which yeah, if you yeah, it, it happened to be in the top four and the final as well. Right, um, and it did feel like I'd I'd ran a bit blessed that day. You know, yeah, I think course. I think you need to get lucky to win any tournament. Um, yeah, you need you know, there's, like, there's an element of match. There's, there's plays and matchups always. Yeah, like people. 
like people came to me after nationals and was like, man, how do you go 50-0? And like, like, sure, I could say that I think I had probably the best deck in the room for that day. Yeah. You know, I think, I, I think that not just me, but a lot of the guys that we prepared with, uh, shout out to Matt Light, who ran the draft camp and, and couldn't actually attend nationals. Yeah. I think we'd done a lot of really, really good work to understand the draft format. You know, we could say, oh, we, but like, that doesn't mean you go 15-0. You, know, no. you could do all those things. Like, I went 15-0 because I got very, very, very lucky many times throughout the course of a tournament. Like, so many times I could have lost. Like, even in the final, on one of the final turns, I go um, Electrify, and I just, off the top, just draw the Nimbleism, which is just the perfect card for my turn. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it takes my turn from being, like, okay. 10 damage to, like, 17 damage, yeah. you know? Just like that. And I'm like, wow, I guess it's just my tournament, you know? Yeah. And... Like I said, I, I think in, in, in Lowstoft, you know, I got really fortunate with my pairings on the day. I think I had a really good deck that I prepared really well. And so I got my win early in the season, and then it left me with a question of how do I want to approach the rest of the yeah. season? Um, and I chose to stick with Prism for basically the entire season because, you know, after I won, I still thought that there was more innovation and more work to do on the deck, and I really wanted to understand and get more practice in yeah. and really commit to the hero because I think there is a lot of value in trying to get depth on a hero yeah absolutely because i mean as you're a testament to you know once you know you can pick up the hero and play it for a couple of weeks and you might have you know the basics down but the more you play the more you'll learn and the more layers you'll understand yeah yeah no and, no i i uh, yeah i i know exactly what you mean um spent a lot of time playing viscerai and uh exactly. it's, and it's and it's kind of re it's kind of nice to know uh, it's good on both ends, right? Yeah, um, because uh, if someone else is playing the hero, you know what they want to do, you know, and that's actually, yeah. you know, it's a huge chunk of the of the game plan is knowing what the opponent wants to do is is very important. Yeah, and um, knowing where they're weak as well. Yeah, exactly, one hundred percent. Is if there's anything else, if there's any shout outs or anyone you want to, you know, thank for your uh, journey here, you know, the the point of where you've been practicing to get to UK. Uh, to be a UK national champion and your uh, one, awesome successes in this ProQuest season, is there any people that you want to shout out for that? Um, yeah, I guess I, I guess I'd like to shout out Matt Light. Um, yeah, he uh, is one of the first few people I spoke to, at least from the UK, um, when it came to playing this game. And I, I knew Matt from Magic, um, and uh, I, I'm sure it's so long ago for dinosaurs like you, you, you might not be able to remember what it was like uh, when you start the game and you're like, what's this new game? Where do oh, I play it? Yeah. Who do I play it with? How do I play it? And like, for me, um, Matt was one of the first people I messaged him like, Hey, I'd like to play flesh and blood. And I see that there's these progresses we can, which deck should I try? And he's like, you've probably checked play by chain. It's probably the best deck. Yeah. Um, and so I remember I learned to play, this is, on a Tuesday, I played a couple of games on TTS. Uh, I bought the cards on the Thursday, and I from ProTech cards. And I said, "Sorry, uh, I said, please, 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 can you send them today? I'll pay you anything extra. Please go to the post office." Like, and I they 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 made a special trip to the post office to be able to send them on the Friday or on the Thursday to get to me the Friday to be able to drive up to Derby. Uh, on the Saturday to play, play <laughs> my first event ever, which I did in fact play you with, and I remember yes. you asked me, "Oh, hey, you know, nice to meet you. How long? How long have you been playing?" Which you know is a pretty reasonable game because a lot of people are quite new, especially back then. Yes. Um, 
And I remember, oh yeah, I said, I've been playing for about three, three hours. Yeah, about three hours. <laughs> and, I lent you a, and I lent you a rune chant, didn't I? You lent me a four rune chant, you did indeed. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, so, and, and Matt was there that day as well. And um, and then ever since then, he, 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 he didn't play the event, he just dropped by because it's his local shop. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, but uh, it was... Like he also went to the effort of putting on a draft camp for us before nationals. I um, heard about that, and I think that that was instrumental. Uh, you know, all of us that put in the time and effort to go to draft camp performed really well in nationals, uh, yes. specifically within the drafting portion. Um, you know, one of my favourite stories from nationals uh, was Mike Kerslake. Yeah. Um, or Big Mike, as we like to call him affectionately. Yeah. Uh, who was, you know, and I don't mean this in a bad way, one of the less experienced players at, 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 at our draft camp, you know? Yeah. A lot of us had come from playing Magic, um, where we drafted hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, and I think those skills are quite transferable. So drafting is a very foreign skill set when you start. And, and Mike, you know, came into the draft camp feeling pretty down about his ability to draft, you know, and even at the end of draft weekend, you know, he was, you know, not feeling great about it because he's like, man... I spent all weekend not doing that well. And, you know, we reiterated to him, trust me, Mike, the, the learning and the, and the work that you've done in this, like this weekend, like that puts you head and shoulders above people at nationals. Like most people won't have had the opportunity or the privilege to be able to spend their weekend, like practicing and learning as, as focused as we have on this one goal. And so like, I remember when I sat down in pod one of nationals um, and I sat down right next to, to Mike and he, he goes, he shrugged his shoulders and goes, ah, oh. he was 3-0 at this point. He goes, oh, I'm in the pot of death. And I look him dead in the eyes and I go, Mike, it's a pot of death because you're fucking in it. <laughs> um, and sure enough, he went 2-1 and one in that pod and then he 3 0 his pod on the second day. Uh, yeah, um, I remember he 3 0 his pod on the second day. That was, that um, was sick. And, and, and I, I was so happy to see that someone who like, he didn't necessarily feel super confident or like, super able in his abilities like to see that like actually he was wrong he was capable and now he's like now he quite likes drafting because you know he realizes actually yeah. you know, now i've put the effort and time in that's actually something i'm quite good at and so like that was something that, that was one of my favorite parts of nationals was like being able to also see my friends do really well because i just you, you'll see me even in tournaments i get knocked out of i'm usually there till the end because i like watching and seeing yeah. my friends do well or just like watching and following the action yeah, no, 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 that's sick. So, uh, so big shout out to Mike Kerslake and uh, Matt Light. Anyone else, or are we all cool? No, the rest of them are they're nothing to me. So. <laughs> no, no worries. I'm, I'm sure I'm, if if you really, if you know Matt Light, I'm sure I'm sure you know what he means. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. It's uh, been a pleasure chatting with you, and uh, hopefully we can catch some games sometime soon. Sure thing. I play every day. That's, that goes out to basically everyone as well. Yes, I. Uh... I tried to be pretty. Like, I tried to make myself like pretty available. Like, if if people you know are looking for people to practice with, you know, or want some advice about the game, you know, as long as you're polite, I, I'm pretty much happy to answer anyone's questions about whatever format or their deck list or play some games. I, I try to be a useful and helpful member of the community. So, if you do need advice or help, just hit me up. I usually don't bite. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Thank you so much for jumping on. All right. Thank you very much. Cheers. Ta-da.
I want to say thank you to Matt Fox. And um, whenever I've met him at events, he's been he's been nothing but personable and helpful. And um, I think he he's he's really sort of growing into a role of of a, of a, a top competitive player in the UK. Oh, and, uh, absolutely. He's um, thank you for that interview. Yeah, no, he's uh, yeah, thanks, he's he, he's the one guy at the minute that you know he's he's pushing results like serious results you know he's uh he's putting the time in yeah it is oh, yeah. god that guy you has seriously put the time yeah. in it's the reps and the practice and if you you know if you want to get better you don't have to do what matt does jesus christ don't um but uh you could do a bit more reps yeah, you probably want you a life outside improve. of the game as well <laughs> no that's matt. <laughs> matt, matt matt's been putting in some he, massive he, reps i mean he'd agree to be fair yeah um <laughs> Right, before we move on, I just, I really, again, I'm going to be selfish and I just want to talk about... You're not doing some... another shout out, are you? No. You've already done one. No. You get one I'm per gonna... episode, Simon. And no more shout outs. I'm just okay. going to talk about some recent grading returns from... Oh, <laughs> so here we go. Simon just wants so to show off how will, big his... Some people will love How big this. his trunk is. Go on. No, but you can't. Right. It's you a podcast. No, no, no. He's you do. No, no. Simon, next time we're on live stream, I'll show everyone. Oh, Simon, oh. they look really good. I love those little boxes. No, I, it's fine. I was going to talk oh, about it. But Simon, Simon, people, some people want to know what are they. Oh, it's some it's people it's just a, don't appreciate. Well, a good we don't care, but some people in the audience will talk about it. We'll talk about another time when I've got a live stream to myself. Yeah, trip face right now. Simon's going to do a live stream where he's just going to show his graded cards and I bet it'll be our most watched live stream. I haven't got that many. There's not many. Simon, please. There's a couple. No, I keep my gold cap in the pocket in my bag. What we were going to talk about, really, (laughs) what we were going to talk about (laughs) is is the Pro Tour. And I know we've already said, and and very, very sad that Hamish can't make it because it would have been the trio, the push to point trio, do you remember the Brett Domino Trio? Um, the Push to Point Trio. The Domino uh, in Trio, New York. what's that? The Brett Domino Trio. No, what's that? That's a is niche that like reference. the Rat Pack? Just That's a go trio, away right? and Google oh, is the it Brett, a Domi- Brett Domino Trio. Oh, Brett um, Domino Trio, just, I'm going to look right, at it now. Go away. Not in the middle and, of the podcast, though. No, no, but it no, would have no. been... It would have been. It would have been the Push to Point Trio in New Jersey, oh. uh, live from the Pro Tour. And... I'm really sad that that can't be happening. However, Trip and I are going to go, and we're going to make the most yeah, of it. Yeah, and, we and we're staying in the same Airbnb, right? Why are they called the, the Brett Airbnb? Domino Trio, and there's only two of them? Wouldn't you like to know? That's your homework for next time, Hamish. The third one is... Oh, oh, hang on, there is a third one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, there is there a used third to be three, one. there's yeah. now two. Oh, that's so, also, there is the Brett Domino Trio, because so there used to be three, and, I, and now there's two. Are gonna be, <laughs> Hamish are gonna was like, the same Airbnb. When we had and, the break for the interview, Hamish was like, let's keep the last bit tight, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I think what would be really great is if we use the Pro Tour as a bit of an opportunity to go and meet some of our fellow content creators, actually, oh, yes. and say hello, right? And our international audience, because we know we have over 50% of our audience is from the US of A. Absolutely. So we're very excited to meet some of you. So there may be a couple of dice on offer. And if you come and say hello to us uh, and you're not from the UK, then we would love to chat and know a bit more about you and get to 
connect with our audience from yeah. overseas. I'm well, not going to miss out too much because I know for a fact the pair of you will just ignore me while I'm there. Like you no, always do that every... True. Yeah, you do. You're like, uh, I'm too like, come on, everyone, let's party. And Simon's like, I feel really tired. And Trip just so goes, Trip, what are you hoping oh, to achieve really the tired. Tour this year? So, 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 so <laughs> I'm also hoping to meet a few content creators I, I just want to have a good showing at the Pro Tour. Like, I don't mind... I'm not aiming uh, for, like, a top day two or even a day two. I just want to have a decent showing. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully win as many as I lose, that kind of thing. Because we have to bear in mind that standard is is incredibly, is going to be incredibly high. We're talking winners of Pro Quests and very long-term players of the game who are going to be there. And, yeah, I want to do decently and meet a bunch of people... Um, and also just wrap the, the podcast as as well as I can as well. Yeah, I think um, it's uh, you're back. At, I'm now feeling like I got. I want to go. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> you see, Simon's literally like, I'm so sad that Hamish can't make it. No, he's not. You you guys are like a Woo-hoo! single tear falls down his face. No, trip, trip, trips is going. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You do what you like, mate. I'm not going to talk you into anything. No, I was um, like, Trip, I need. Can you hold my hand for a little bit? Yeah, please, like, please, please tell can, me you can, want me to be there. Please, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm not. Um, but yeah, like, I think the main thing, probably on anybody's mind, who's going and playing in the Pro Tour from the UK, is they just want to rep their country, right? Like James White said this before that he thinks that you know, representing your country at a tournament level is a really important thing and is important to anyone. And you just want to go and show that the UK scene is strong and that we have great players and that we have the capability of doing well. My main thing for the Pro Tour is not a personal goal. I just want to see a couple of UK players in day two and I would love to see a UK player make top eight. That, yeah. That, that would be a success. Uh, that would be amazing. I, I, I don't... I it, I don't want it. It's not going to be me, but I would love for a UK player to make a top eight because it would just say, look, we are capable of competing at that level. I don't want to put pressure on anyone. Um, I think even if we have a fair number of people make day two, that would be really great to see too because I do think the scene is strong and I agree with what Simon was saying earlier in the podcast. The improvement is huge. The quality of the new players coming into the game is incredible. And I think that's going to translate into results at the Pro Tour. And I'd love to see a couple of UK players get on the Pro Tour. You know, the old Pro Tour. You do well and well and you get invited to the next one. Keep keep, keep bouncing (laughs) along the Pro Tour. The circuit, exactly, Simon, the circuit. I would like all the Pro Tour. I would like (laughs) all the Pro Tour circuit. (laughs) I'd like all the UK players, um, if you're up for it, and there is a lot of us, so it might be a logistical nightmare. But I think it'd be awesome for it for, for once. Let's, let's all just band together and go. You know what? I know that we all want to win, but let's just all let's 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 try and get this uh, like someone in the top eight of the pro, pro tour, and let's get that guy yeah. to be a UK. Let's all just test. Let's just let's just go. Let's just let's just try and figure out a really really good strong deck to all take together and i know that there's like there's different testing groups within the uk and when we're all battling against each other in pro quests and and nationals and stuff like that you know fair enough but we're all going overseas now let's let's try and actually collectively get uh a a guy in the top eight and uh let's all work together on that one that'll be cool you don't have to obviously but that would be so cool to see 
Yeah, and it's going to be a great time. And I mean, I want to say if 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 you're not in the pro tour, if you could afford it, and that is obviously a very it is expensive. So don't get me don't get me wrong. Um, it'd be great to go to the calling if you can't make the pro tour. The calling sounds like it's going to be absolutely fantastic. I know a lot of people are going just for the for the calling because it's going to be huge. Um, and then and if you drop out of the calling, and you've got a battle hardened as well. There's three huge events. So much going on. Yeah, I just feel like it's going to be a a great. There's going to be so many different people from all over the world playing fab together, and I think that's what the game. It's crazy, isn't it? This this. I don't know about you guys, but I just started playing this game during lockdown because I needed something to do. Now look and at now you. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna now go to New York to play this card game that I picked up for just so, out of a spur of the moment decision. Like, so it's being, absolutely mad. Being fairly new to the world of card games, and I've never I've never played a Magic the Gathering. I've, I've not played like Warhammer any... tabletop games or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, not played anything like that before. Yeah, this yeah. is a completely new endeavor for me. And if you'd have asked me two years ago if I thought that I'd be traveling to a different country to play a game, you'd be like, I'd have. You would have thought, what? What, what, yeah. what bunch of losers uh, would do what? that? <laughs> no, that's not that's not right. No, but that's exactly I, what I, I would couldn't say. see myself doing it right. <laughs> So to have this opportunity to be invited to the Pro Tour, uh, yes, I haven't won a progress, but I've managed to hopefully get a lifetime XP invite. That's incredible. Like, I'm so, I feel honoured to be What do your wives think? In... Oh, okay. That's it. a very good question. Um, I was really scared <laughs> to bring two it. very different answers there. <laughs> no, <one here. laughs> My wife's really project- supportive. My wife I'm projecting... Me. I'm projecting my fears onto my wife's answers, but um, my wife has been incredibly supportive. Yeah. And I was afraid to bring it up with her because I thought the answer would be no. Mm. And when we talked about it, she was like, well, this is the first ever one, right? And you've been invited. This is a once in a lifetime event. You should go. Ooh. Yeah. And I was just, my jaw dropped to the floor and, and then I had plane tickets booked within ten minutes because I didn't want her to take it back, right? So <laughs> they were it was all booked. No, that's but, that's cool. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. That's cool. I couldn't My, believe it. For once, actually, Faye actually turned around and said to me when we were talking about it, she was just like, Yeah, I mean, you know, why not? And I was like, Oh, sweet. And then uh I think I think she knew deep down that she goes, If I say yes, Hamish will just then go and be rational and go, Oh no. Because if I say no, Hamish will be like, No, but I, I really want to go. And then I'll be irrational. <laughs> but now she's. So now you've had to make the decision not to go rather she, than her. She, yeah, because she does that every time. Whenever she agrees with something, I have to. I then go, yeah, Well, maybe actually it's probably not the best idea. Maybe I you can't. You have to make the it. choice. See, she's helped you to help yourself. I just, But she turned around and said to me, Well, can you afford that and go to Worlds? And I was like, Well. Oh. Probably not. She said, you're going to go world. There's no way I'm stopping you doing that. So I was like, no, I'll put it all into that. So yeah. I think you're making the right decision, Hamish. Yeah, absolutely. Going to worlds is a big deal and it's not going to be as easy. It's FOMO. It's, though, it's not right? easy it's going FOMO. to the Pro it's, Tour. But it's like, FOMO it's, now. You know, everyone's yeah, going and right you're like, decision. oh, I'm going to miss the party. But don't worry, everyone. I'll tr- If you're not going, I'll do a live stream and we'll try and, we'll try and live stream Simon and Trip. While we're live streaming we, on Push the Point. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if me and Simon get paired up at the Pro Tour, Could you, yeah, we, round will, one. we will find a way to record it or live stream it or whatever, if yeah. we can. If you can. Uh, and we'll try and get it on the channel, because that would be a... 
Oh, yeah. Horrible. That'd be horrible. You know it's going to so be win round, it, round oh, one, right? Yeah. Winning what, in. What will happen is it'll be round seven on day yeah, one. Yeah, winning in. And we'll both be on three wins. <laughs> yeah. And then if you get four, you get to go back to round uh, day two. No, but yeah, I so think you guys shouldn't really care because if you scrape into day two, you are guaranteed not making the top eight. <laughs> That's, well, the, that's the problem with day two. It's not about that. It's but about, it's not about that. It, to be fair, like the prize support for top thirty two, it's like if you get in top thirty two, yeah. you get five hundred dollars. Oh no, I think it's isn't it flights, top thirty two right? also gets a PTI. No, no, top eight get a PTI. No, no, get... no. In Pro Tour, it's more. No, actually, maybe you're right, Hamish, but we don't know. But like, it, 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 we'll try and record it, or we'll try and do something. We'll obviously do something while we're there for. Yeah, no, point. I think we should. Um, you, should you should do some. We should do a do the, do what Dan Tripp does. Um, but Dan Tripp does it on his other channel. But Simon, mm. you guys should uh, vlog record it. it. Yeah, vlog it. Yeah, yeah, we should do a bit of vlogging. Yeah, send it my way, and I'll while I'm sitting here, I'll just edit it all up and and actually get it as get it on as soon as possible oh man we've all got ideas anyway maybe we should wrap this up yeah <laughs> top just... 32 get a pti you're absolutely right yeah top yeah. 32 what, which you is know, crazy top, so you can top just 32 do the circuit, get 750 dollars yeah. and a pti oh, god yeah, see man. you can get top 32 out of 400 500 player event surely <laughs> probably try more. best yeah try to see what we can do i'm fully expecting to crash out day one and join the calling day two but there yeah, you not go. a problem in doing that either yeah. um we're very excited about the Pro Tour. Neither of us are technically qualified. I am very close to not qualifying, so we'll see. It all depends on what happens in the next but couple of weeks. But the battle harden happens next weekend. Hopefully so. that'll be enough to keep me in the top 100. If not, I'll just be going to the calling and just having the best weekend, just doing fab stuff all weekend and doing side events. Living but my best life. Living my best life, but I'm definitely going to be there. Um, we are going to wrap it up because we are getting to the end of the podcast. Uh, what do we normally do? To wrap up, I don't know. We oh, well, say this, some is, this shit, is where we, we yeah we get back into random shit mode again. Or, Simon well, we normally probably, just says nah, something. We should probably say, please like and subscribe. Yes, that is YouTube it. Like channel. and subscribe. Um, oh, yeah. We do have a Patreon, yeah. and they have been treated to some extended interviews from uh, podcasts of the past. So please take a look. Yeah, Hamish's interviews are always super long, so you get a really yeah. good um, bonus have, yeah, segment. And there'll be another one, no doubt, with Matt Falk. So. <laughs> yeah, because we've talked um, a lot in this. So. so if you want some extra bits and bobs, then then have a look. Feel free not to join, but we appreciate those who do because you're amazing. Yeah, And it lets us and do extra fun stuff. So it does. The people that yeah, so and um, um, hearts out to... Thanks for listening. Hearts out to all the people in Ukraine as well, which is amazing. That's what yeah, we're, legit. We're yeah, especially Fabrica, the... Um, the YouTube channel. Yeah, I know. Who nice. But I did hear from them. They are they are safe, which is great. That's awesome. So, right. huge shout out to those guys. And thanks, guys, for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.